0: They know, like Samuel has told them, no, the Lord is your king. You can't have a king. Mm -hmm. And they're like, nah, but anyway, (laughs) I know he like
1: delivered (laughs) us from
0: Egypt and protected us for all these years, but we're good, man. We think our, our idea really is better as though God's just given them like a suggestion box. Welcome to the Bible Leadership Podcast. My name is Mark Carter, and the thing we're pumped about is connecting your Bible to your leadership and your leadership to your Bible. Today's episode is the second half of a conversation I had with my worship pastor, Brandon Adkins, on how leaders can be presumptuous about the will of God. Before we begin, I want to thank everyone who's been sharing the podcast, sending encouragement, especially those who have left a review in iTunes. I can't tell you how much that means. And if this does speak to you in some way, I really would be honored if you would share it with a leader in your life. All right, let's finish our conversation with Pastor Brandon on two more completely avoidable leadership mistakes that grieve the Holy Spirit. It's all about presumption. Let's go.
1: So the first episode we we talked about how two two ways that you can avoid the presumption mistake. Yeah. Um. The first one was the mistake might be not asking God for His wisdom and perspective Uh-oh. during key leadership decisions. That's a huge mistake. That's trouble. Uh, the next one we talked about was overvaluing stuff or the trappings of success yeah, and done undervaluing one. the Lord himself. Yep, yep. Um, and again, remind us, why is this a problem? Why should I even care about presumption? What's the big deal?
0: Yeah, I think so for me, first and foremost, there's a lot of things that go wrong when we presume. But first and foremost, I think at the end of the day, I don't want to grieve my friend, the Holy Spirit of mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like I love him. He's given me everything. And it's just a hurtful idea that I would try to do a bunch of stuff and never like, oh, by the way, commander, what do you want to do Um, to just put it in autopilot? So, again, I think we need to be balanced about this, and I don't think we can get everything right. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's a haughtiness of heart when we're not just asking, master, what do you want? Mm. I think aside from that, we make foolish mistakes that could have been avoided. I think we don't progress the way that God wants us to toward certain goals because we demand our own way instead of being still and waiting on his way. We somehow forfeit the glory, the, the sense of his presence and blessing uh, when we're trying to force things without his without His input on things. Yeah, that's good. Um, and I think at the end of the day, like we talked about before, all we're really vying for here is more prayer equals less presumption. Mm. More prayer equals less presumption. So that's really good.
1: what we're after. I love it, Mark. Those first two are super good, and I cannot wait to hear what is the third completely avoidable mistake that would agree with the Holy
0: Yes, sir. So number three is resisting God's wisdom. And what we mean is not submitting to God's wisdom even when we understand it. That's why we say resist. It's not that you don't know God's wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that you're not doing God's wisdom. And I think the Israelites again are another great example of this in First Samuel chapter ten. They know, like Samuel has told them, No, the Lord is your king. You can't have a king. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Nah, but anyway, <laughs> I know he like <laughs> delivered us from Egypt and protected us for all these years, but we're good, man. We think our, our idea really is better as though God's just given them like a suggestion box. Right. And at the same time, I've got to recognize I'm also that special brand of stupid because I will, you know, there, there's times I'm like, I think that's just a suggestion from the Holy Ghost. I'll wait, <laughs> you know, a little longer to see if I've come up with a different idea yeah. or whatever. And dude, that's just dumb. Mm. I think it's important for us to know like Genesis 17, 6, like the Lord had actually already said. I'm going to bring kings from you, Abraham. I'll make you exceedingly fruitful. I'll make you into nations, and kings shall come from you. Now, I think that's ultimately about Jesus. Right. But I think they could have looked back and been like, hey, man, we're just out of God's time. God will do this at the right time. We can skip the whole Saul generation and, yeah. and all that. But they demand their way, and I think that's a lesson to you and me, be fleshy leaders demand things in the wrong time.
1: Oh, say that again.
0: Fleshy leaders demand things in the wrong time. We're oh, resisting man. God's wisdom. Yeah. Like, that's presumption. Uh, If we would have prayed more, we would have heard better, and maybe even just had a humbler spirit to say, when God says something, dude, He's not messing around. He's trying to save you from pain.
1: Hmm. Mark, it sounds like what you're saying is that submitting usually requires some sacrifice and patience. It does. Submitting to God's wisdom might require me to go a little slower. Yeah. But I want it now. Yeah. That's totally it, man. Yeah. And so I think, um, you know, I think of of maybe an idea with this of, of asking. As a leader, if I ask other leaders, hey, how would you think about this thing that I'm experiencing yeah. or this decision I need to make? Let me just tell you – let me just describe the scenario to you and give you all the details that I can, paint a picture for you. Give me your thoughts. Yeah. Fill in the gaps for me because I know I've got bias. I know I've got just a way a lens that I see the world through. I've got blind spots. I don't see the mess uh, in certain way, areas of my thinking. Fill in the gaps for me. What am I missing?
0: Yeah, so um, I, I just want to say, B, you do this so well. You'll frequently come to me and you'll be like, hey, Carter, here's how I'm thinking about this situation that I've got going on in the worship department. Here's here's what I'm thinking. Now, you're not telling me because you don't know what to do. Like, like you're, you're a high-level leader. Like, you've already got a plan, but you're wisely telling me your plan so there's somebody else looking at your thinking sure. just in case there's some kind of sinful, you know, j- just weird thing that happened there in your thinking, like Mm -hmm. maybe there's a bitterness against a certain volunteer or there's, there's something that happened in the past that is messing with how you're thinking about this. I think that's huge. Mm -hmm. I think just having the accountability, who else gets to see your Mm decision-making process that could possibly point out a place you're being
1: presumptuous or where you're resisting the wisdom of God. It's kind of like checking your homework before you turn it in, you know, like how to just put your eyes eyes on on it, grade my paper before I, before I hand it in, just so I see what I, what I don't see.
0: That's it, man. And I, and I think we just need to be careful that we have those systems built into our life. Just mm-hmm. like who gets to say anything about my decision-making process. And I think Bible leaders, wise leaders will try to find people to say, I don't want to accidentally resist God's wisdom. So if you've got any extra wisdom, let's
1: walk through it together. Yeah, send it over. That's good, man. So resisting God's wisdom is the third mistake we can make. What would be the fourth mistake we can make?
0: The fourth mistake is neglecting study. So neglecting study. This means we're assuming we don't need to keep studying to know how God wants something done. I think this is, this can really be a problem, man, because often, you know, if you're a leader, there's certain things you did to, to become a leader. There's certain form of disciplined life, there are certain ways you developed your potential. You were reading a lot. You were studying God's word a lot. You're memorizing a lot. But as certain, you know, as you get busier, some of that stuff begins to fall away. But what happens is we're not sharp anymore. And when we're not sharp anymore, we can just get fleshy. We can, you know, the word leaks, man. So we forget how God wants us to think about certain things. Another way to say it is, it's a lack of concern for tending our own garden, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I'm, I'm all about tending other people's garden, but I need to tend my own garden, and that means i mean needing to stay tight on, like, dude, am I am I keeping a close watch on my teaching and on my doctrine, mm-hmm. on my life? Mm-hmm. You know, Second Samuel chapter six is where we find, unfortunately, Uzzah is trying to be a help, like he's 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 doing. A noble thing. He's trying to carry the ark back to Jerusalem. But, and really this is his leader's fault because David had not studied, how does God want the ark moved? Hmm. Uzzah reaches out, you know, the story, he gets killed by doing this. And at first David freaks out because he's like, I don't know what to do. Like, God, how, you know, you're just going to kill us every time we try to do this. And what's really the problem? Problem was, David, you didn't go back and look and find out how, in his God's word, how do you want the ark to be carried? He ultimately does, and we hear about that in First Chronicles 15 too. But, I mean, here's what happened. The thing David was trying to do for the Lord could not progress because of his presumption. Mm-hmm. Because he thought, I don't need to check the, the, the word. I'm Like, my heart is right.
1: Yeah. I know God wants this done, so I'll yeah.
0: just do it. And and how often do we just like, you know, in just it's a subtle pride, but like, I'm not really asking, is there anything I need to know here? Mm. Like, is there any sense that I'm jacking up some people because Missing my anything? counsel yeah. is, like, is more full of me than it is full of the word? Like, is, is that a possibility? And, and because of that, Uza suffered the consequences. And because of that, how many of our people, just because of a lack of concern for my own garden or, or my lack of concern for integrity, might, I might end up hurting somebody
1: mm. just because
0: I didn't take the time to sharpen yeah. and
1: make sure my tools were ready to go. Yeah, you talk about sharpening, and I, and I remember a season where I don't know if it was a sermon or where I heard you say it, but uh, the the cloud stopping for the Israelites was camp time, and that's a you might think that's just like take a break, no, sit you know, around, like God's God's will just stops for a minute here. <laughs> that's and then, time, yeah, you know, but but how to utilize camp time, and you know, that's the time where you can sharpen your sword, and you yeah, can, you can rest up and get rejuvenated for the hall again, you know, and. Um, and not wasting those camp times. So maybe some of the listeners here are... are kind of bumping into like, I think God wants me to move forward in this season, but it's not happening yet. Rather than presuming I know how and just forcing it through, yep, yep. maybe take this time to to just look around and survey. Where do I need to get sharper? Maybe the Lord's not taking you into the next season of responsibility because you're not ready for it. You're not become yet the leader that he needs you to be for that next season. Yeah, and You can use this time totally right good, now to man. work on
0: that. That's totally right. That's good stuff. Um, do you ever prayerfully consider where you're going to go to get your beard clipped and consider that a kind. A camp time for you i do sometimes i'm so glad you're not presumptuous about it
1: yeah that's one thing i've learned the, the hard way yeah because uh, your beard caught on fire i presume <laughs> there was the one time yeah there was the one time just one half of it actually just okay. burned off my face
0: yeah that's i'm so glad you're looking much better lately <laughs> yeah it's
1: good lopsided for like a week yeah just yeah. walked in circles yep smart really embarrassing yeah thanks for sharing that <laughs> you know it good stuff cool so that's the fourth one <laughs> so just to re- just to recap uh, the four ways that we could uh, we could uh, potentially grieve the Holy Spirit you said completely avoidable mistakes that we could make that would grieve the Holy Spirit not asking God for his wisdom and perspective during yep. the key leadership decisions you said overvaluing stuff resisting God's wisdom and neglecting study. What do we do about it? Like those are the things we want to avoid. Is there anything else we can do to, to just keep avoiding those and watch out for those?
0: Yeah. So I think this is, it's, it's really, it's stuff we've said, but just to recap it for people. So more prayer equals less presumption. I mean, that's, that's the big idea over the past two episodes at the end of the day, we just need to bring more before the Lord in prayer. However we do that, with whatever systems we do that, we need some way as leaders to say, here's a bunch of decisions. God, I'm going to trust in most cases, you're just going to lead me according to wisdom, but I don't want to not check in about it. And so um, asking the Lord, Lord, help me not be presumptuous. Maybe, you know, some listeners want to even do a study on some of the scriptures that we've shared of just your own personal study in the Bible of what presumptuous looks like. So more prayer equals less presumption. I do think, be that at some point, we need to embrace a culture of repenting about presumption yeah So, this is where we just say, Hey, man, I'm going to go back and repent for the places that maybe I was too quick to make a decision, and maybe some of my people saw that. I think Samuel does a great job in 1 Samuel 7 calling the people. This is 20 years after they had, you know, just the mess up with bringing the ark against the Philistines. He calls them to repent. He's like, Hey, man, dude, get your hearts right. Like, turn your hearts back to the Lord and obey Him, and He'll rescue you from the Philistines. So, I wonder if maybe there's some progress that some of our listeners could even make if we would just start by going back and repenting, mm. and just say, "Dude, um, that was wrong. It's, it's, I'm not ashamed of it. Like, I want my team to know this is a thing leaders do. Yeah. Let me just go ahead and you know admit my mistake because that's going to loosen the stranglehold of pride over my life,
1: and we'll gain credibility." That's so good, man. I remember um, just earlier this week we were in a meeting. We we're talking about a ministry event that we had done, evaluating you know the yeah uh, the winds and and what could have gone better and stuff yeah. and one of the you know it the the conversation kind of transitioned to this place where we we're we we're acknowledging a lot of stuff went right, it was a good it was a success like it was a good thing that that should happen, but there's a few things about that specific event that weren't really us like we were trying to force ourselves to do it, manufacture some energy to make it happen yeah yeah um and it kind of led us to this really great discussion of is this just a good thing that should happen? But not something that we should do, and I think, I think that alone can help the yeah. leader avoid presumption. Yeah. It, it, the, the question of is this a good thing that should happen on the earth, and is this something that the Lord's that calling we me should to do. do? Yeah, yeah, are two different discussions. And I know, Mark, you 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 experienced that with your knitting club, right? Yes. What was the hardest part about that? Well,
0: you know, the hardest part was being kidnapped and being brought to a knitting club. <laughs> Um, that was really strange yeah. and getting out of there was a lot like if you just picture the movie die hard, that's what it was like yeah. trying to get out of there. Um, but I think you bring up a great point and, and, and I do think that we need to introduce that into more like staff evaluation type things yeah. of just the question. Cause we're always asking, what what can we do to make it better? Mm-hmm. What went wrong? But I think including the question, is there any place we were presumptuous? Mm-hmm. Is there any place that we really did not listen to the Lord long enough uh, to maybe get a little bit more of his blessing. Well,
1: that's super good, man. Any other, any closing
0: thoughts? You know, I think I just want to leave some folks with some questions. So here's what I think might be helpful between you and your team and the Lord is just to say, Lord, is there any place that I'm presuming your favor? Mm. You know, and it's not that I don't have the favor of Jesus, but is there anything I'm giving myself to that I just didn't ask you about, and it's it's less blessed than it could be? Yeah. And maybe it's 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 the opposite of the 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 direction God would bless. And then is there any place where my family, team, or organization is just under respecting the holiness of God? Because I think that's a lot what this is about. It's about just saying, God, you are holy, you are other, you are different, and you are in charge. And I have not been delegated the authority to just do whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm here to execute your will. You're the master. I'm the servant. I do what you want. And I don't want to disrespect your holiness as I move forward in serving others. So That's so good. Yeah, folks. Well, that's about all the time that we have today. So I want to thank, as always, my boy, B. I want to ask you to, hey, would you consider sharing the podcast? That is such a big deal. Would you consider following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram? You can subscribe to weekly leadership content at markcotter.life. But guys, it really just means a ton that you're along with us for the ride. And um, hey, we'll see you next time.
1: See ya.